listening to Fox Sports Radio. Aaron Rodgers out for Sunday in the huge game against Kansas City, one of the games of the week. A huge line move, a huge move in the total. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, McKenzie, what does Aaron Rodgers mean to the Vegas Lions? That's right. It will be Jordan Love starting in place of Aaron Rodgers, last year's MVP. Right now on pregame.com, the Chiefs are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Right before this news, it was a pick game. Okay. So we're talking about a basically a seven-and-a-half-point adjustment. Is this a fair number, Steve? This is what you do. This is where you, you've got quarterback power ratings for this purpose. Is this the right adjustment for a player like Aaron Rodgers? It is spot on. I actually have the the fallback to Jordan Love being a seven and a half points here. How do I get to that? Well, I've got Rodgers. He's my number two rated quarterback. He's two and a half points better than an average starting quarterback, an average being like a Carson Wentz or a Jimmy G. And Jordan Love, five points worse than an average starting quarterback. Difference between the two, seven and a half points. Vegas agrees. That's what the line move was. Yeah, this opened plus two and a half, and then prior to the news was a pick em. Let's Let's first start there. Was the two and a half to a pick em, we assume that's related to good performance Packers, bad performance Chiefs? Yeah, that really was the Chiefs. The Chiefs were horrendous against the Giants. Lucky to pull that game out. And what's been the book on the Chiefs? Defense, really disappointing. But you can count on their offense. They've been clicking. Just turnovers have set them back all year long. This was a little bit of a difference on Monday Night Football. We really saw that Chiefs offense struggle. And Mahomes, you know, all those unconventional things he does, throws against his body, fits the ball in. Um, He looked like, you know what? That's not what an NFL quarterback should be doing, and that's not something an NFL quarterback can get away with. He threw one early interception. He could have thrown two or three other ones. Yeah, I mean, he looks like Texas Tech Mahomes. He, <laughs> I, that's what it looks like. It looks like he's – and RJ brought this up the other day. It looks like he's trying to do everything, and that's – I think he's right. He's trying to do too much, but I also think that he's, he's just feeling like – the things that were presented to him early in his career are no longer there, and he's having a hard time making that adjustment. I think almost every team that sees Patrick Mahomes going forward is going to play this too high safety, and they're going to say, we're not going to let you blow the lid off of us. All these 75-yard Tyreek Hill touchdown passes, it's a thing of the past. Exactly. You're going to have to figure out a new way to beat us, and I don't think Patrick Mahomes – I'm not saying he can't figure it out. I'm not saying Andy Reid can't figure it out. What I'm saying is when you have the track record of success that those two guys have together, you've been to back-to-back Super Bowls, you're the MVP of the league, You look. It, people are saying after three years, you are the greatest quarterback in the history of football. Now, after eight games – People are saying, you better change something. I can see how you'd be slow to change. And he's an impatient guy, and I'd be impatient too with the success that he had going deep to the cheetah, etc. You know, Kelsey looks banged up to me. He does not look to be 100%. We know that the chief running backs are below league average, so just um, exploiting that defense by running the ball, it's not necessarily such a 
obvious viable option because, um, you know, Kansas City does not have, you know, the weapons, and you hate to be utilizing your fifth and sixth best offensive players. So now let's get to the other side, and the, the A side of this list right now is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, before this news came out, was 8-1 to one to be the MVP of the league. Pretty good number. He he's up there. It's like Josh Allen, Matt Stafford. I mean, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Saw Stafford was six to one. Six I to think one. he should be the favorite. I think Matt Stafford should be the favorite as well. Different story for a different time. <laughs> but it, currently, the fifth favorite behind those three guys, Kyler Murray. That's your top four. Then Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if this is considered a lie. If it's sleight of hand. Aaron Rodgers, when when he was asked directly back in August if he was vaccinated, he said, I'm immunized. I think vaccination is a personal choice, and I'm not going to judge anyone who does or doesn't get it. Now, he could be saying, I, I'm, I've got you know, antibodies because I've had it, so I'm immunized in my mind. He didn't say, I've gotten the vaccine. He said, I'm immunized. I'm immunized. So is that a is that a sleight of hand trick or is that an outright lie by Aaron Rodgers first? I almost feel like this is like a Jeopardy where you go ahead and say, what is immunize? <laughs> I don't know. And and I think that I think that Aaron Rodgers had that he knew he was going to be asked that question and he answered a certain way. Now, McKenzie, the you said the NFL, they keep a list. So there's a, a there's documentation that you've got to present to the NFL. Now Aaron Rodgers owes nothing to these reporters who ask him these questions, but the NFL they're going to get to the truth of it because they're the ones touting these 93 percent vaccine numbers. You can't do that and just let. Oh, I heard Aaron Rodgers say it in a press conference. It's got to be true. What's the what's the tracking like there for the NFL, McKenzie? Per ESPN's reporting coming out today. The NFL has considered Aaron Rodgers as unvaccinated since the start of the season. Sources confirmed to ESPN. So because Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated, there's no, there's no chance of, oh, maybe it was a false positive. Maybe if he, and because it's, I mean, we're only on Wednesday. They play Sunday. If he were vaccinated, there would be time for, for him to have two back-to-back days with a negative test after he's not showing symptoms. There's there's actually time for that to happen. Because he's not vaccinated, he's in quarantine, which means he's not in the film room with Jordan Love. He's not talking to Matt LaFleur. He is separated from his team. They've got to go on this week without Aaron Rodgers altogether. To me, that feels different. There is something different about that where the leader of your team, and really – I mean, your ratings back this up. The most difficult to replace player, the most valuable player to their team's bottom line, you could argue, is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we're seven and a half points to the Vegas point spread. Certainly in my numbers, uh, Mahomes is only worth seven. Now, I, Mahomes is my top-rated quarterback, but Chad Henney is a much better backup than Jordan Love is, and Brady is worth seven to the line. So um, absolutely a huge impact, and what a break for Kansas City. What was the narrative on Monday night? Wow. Look at that schedule. Murderer's Row. This team is really up against it. 
Well, now you look, remember they added that 17th game, and they're talking about how unfair it was um, to the, the very good teams because they got they added a really good team. And for Kansas City, they had to play Green Bay. Wow, that's difficult. Well, turns out strength of schedule just dropped remarkably for this Kansas City team. It's going to turn out their NFC games, five of them, are going to be against the NFC East. They're already 3-0 and against the cupcakes of the NFC East, and they're going to get to play Green Bay with Jordan Love. And that, to me, that makes this game maybe even more valuable. And RJ's he argued with me on this the other day about RJ argued, yeah, about the <laughs> the Cardinals, uh, and if if they lost to the Packers without all the Packers receivers, I said that loss is it means more to the Cardinals because if the Packers lose that game, they were supposed to lose that game. Mm-hmm. They ended up winning. So now not only did the Cardinals lose a game, they lost a game that they shouldn't have lost because the Packers didn't even have their full, you know, regiment of weapons. Cardinals should win a little over 70% of the time given, you know, the players that were on the field, right? And now this is a game that is certainly a bigger deal to the Kansas City Chiefs than it is to the Green Bay Packers. If, Absolutely. If the Packers lose this game, Okay, it sucks. That's a loss. Might lose home field. Good news is you're still in first place in your division. You, you, you're, I don't want to say you're guaranteed a playoff spot because if Aaron Rodgers' head falls off tomorrow, then <laughs> he, he, he would not, they would not be guaranteed a spot. Mm-hmm. Packers currently minus 2,000 to win the NFC North. <laughs> that feels... Um, it feels like a lock. It, 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 if I, I know RJ would say there's no locks, but if I offered you plus 1,500 on the other side uh, on no. Stop insulting me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, they, what, I'll give you plus 2,000. I'll give you plus 3,000 if you only take the Lions and Bears. But, you know, it's amazing about this. If we, if we rewind the dial back to preseason, remember, we weren't sure Rodgers might pursue a Jeopardies mm-hmm. uh, career, that for one day, one day, the Minnesota Vikings were the favorite to win this division. You could argue, and you're right, the narrative on the Packers was coming into the season, how into it, how involved is Aaron Rodgers with things outside of football? How, how important is football to Aaron Rodgers? Because there's guys like, you know, guys like Tom Brady, part of what makes Tom Brady so great is that he's just lived and breathed football his whole life. That's, that's all he really cares about. And sure. He'll do a a commercial for, for Uggs every now and again, but for the most part, he's a football guy. One boat parade, two subway commercials, (laughs) right. And Uggs commercial apparently. And that's it. Right. By the way, that's all after he wins another Super Bowl ring. Like he's, he's like, I'm out of fingers on this hand. I guess I'll do some commercials now. I guess I'll, I'll have a couple drinks on this boat at the parade. But what we've seen, and when the first game you saw of the Packers, when they got their doors blown off by the New Orleans Saints, it was real easy to say, yep, there's confirmation. They were not ready. They are in a, in a bad way. I would argue that since that game – Really, since about halftime of the Lions game week two, Aaron Rodgers has been the best player in the league. Uh, He has been completely dominant since halftime of week two. 
So I can go along with that. He he and Stafford, I would put you know one and one a right yeah. there. Yes, I, I think those, there's that's the only guys in the discussion. Uh, I mean, Brady's had Brady's been incredible. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Brady was there until the interceptions against New Orleans, and now we'll we'll we'll, we'll put him number two. But maybe you even you you take it a little bit further and give Aaron Rodgers credit for the fact that he is the most valuable guy to his team. If like the Bucks still have a bunch of good players, even if Tom Brady, if Tom Brady's head fell off, mm-hmm. I'm not saying the Bucks would be a Super Bowl contender. I don't think the Bucks would be a a, a bottom six seven team in the league. No, though. we saw that with Jameis Winston, and this is before the upgrades with AB and Gronk and et cetera, That the Bucks should have been a 500 team with, with Winston. We've seen this movie before with Green Bay that when Rodgers doesn't play, it doesn't become a are they going to make the playoffs? The discussion becomes is Green Bay going to be able to win a game? Yes, uh, Matt Stafford. We've seen the Rams without Matt Stafford for the last several years. They went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff, who now everyone thinks is just like a, a homeless guy who found a Lions jersey and is playing quarterback <laughs> for the Lions. So it's you you could say that because of the team around Aaron Rodgers, the lack of talent around Aaron Rodgers, you could say he has been the most dominant player since that time and I don't think you'd get much much pushback. So for to say the 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 Packers are going to lose this game without him. Okay. If the Chiefs lose this game, it it's not like the Cardinals last week where they lost the game and now it's like ah we're back into a first place tie. If the Chiefs lose this game and you think about you mentioned the the murderers row of their schedule now unless every quarterback keeps catching COVID right before they play the Chiefs like I guess he had Derek Carr next week Dak Prescott the week after that like if all those guys keep catching COVID then maybe the Chiefs will be okay. If the Chiefs lose this and fall to four and five. With their remaining schedule, I, I would bet that the Chiefs won't make the playoffs. I think that'd be a good bet. The Chiefs currently lined at season win number at nine and a half right now. The Chargers are actually still at ten and a half. I do think that's too high for the Chargers. Vegas is nine and a half. So think about this. The Chiefs are not above those other two teams. I'm gonna throw Denver into the garbage bin. And if they drop a game they should win, they're in deep trouble. So if the Chiefs lose this, they, it's not that they're out, but I think the Raiders are better than everybody thought they were going to be. I, I think the Chargers, I, the Chargers aren't as good as they felt four weeks into the season, but they're not bad. It, it's an uphill battle. Now, I will say this: the AFC, much more than the NFC, feels like there's some wild card spots to be had. In the NFC, the Rams, Cardinals runner-up is taking a playoff spot the sure. Saint the Saints are almost certainly taking a playoff so spot. they've almost got six of the seven playoff spots wrapped up there's in the one NFC. left yeah in the AFC you I mean the AFC East feels like maybe the Patriots could get a spot oh certainly maybe certainly the the Bills are a lock the Titans feel like a lock at this point Indy could easily get a playoff spot still. they could the AFC North seems like there's a few teams that that have a shot at it. I, I would argue that maybe you can't even eliminate any of those AFC North teams just no, yet. No, you cannot. And then the AFC West, I think the Broncos are a lot less than what everybody thought they could be. But you could say there's three teams looking for a playoff spot there. So there's only about five teams in the AFC that I feel comfortable saying, nope, not them. 
Dolphins, Jets, Texans, Jags, Broncos. I agree. So it's it's wide open, but if the Chiefs lose this, they're looking up at basically everybody but those five bottom feeding teams. And no easy division games, really difficult schedule. And they've and they've got their three cupcakes from the NFC East already. They already got their wins there. Stuff to play the Cowboys. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Let's take a look at the World Series. The Atlanta Braves, congratulations. Get the job done. What about next year? That's what we're looking for. We're instantly, okay, they win. What, what's happening next year? Uh, the Dodgers, shocker, favored, 5-1. to one. The Astros, second favorite, 7-1, to one, which seems high given that they're – as someone who worked a long time in Houston, I feel like this team is probably – not. they're not all the way breaking up, but it's kind of breaking up. Carlos Correa, I would say, is probably 90% gone. They don't have uh, – Justin Verlander's not coming back. I mean, he's he's not going to pitch for the Astros next year unless it's at a wild discount. They still don't really have a number one ace starting pitcher. And if you're not going to pay Carlos Correa, I don't know that they're going to go out and pay a real starting pitcher. The Yankees at 10-1 to are fourth favorites. The Braves to repeat 12-1. to Couple other teams of note: the Padres fourteen to one, the Red Sox sixteen to one, the San Francisco Giants again picked to finish third in the NL West. Nobody learned their lesson. It took 162 games, and people were still like, "I can't believe it! Can't believe the Giants are the best team in the NL." They'll regress. Well, it's they? just a matter of time. Uh, you heard Mr. Byer say Buster Posey set to retire, so maybe that has something to do with it. But it's way too early. There's so much to happen in the off season. I'm going to disagree. The Dodgers are cheap here. Five to one. Remember, the Dodgers were like plus 325, 350 to start last year. You mean the second place NL West Dodgers are cheap? 108 game winning Los Angeles Dodgers. That's the same as the 1975 Reds, who repeated. Yeah. Hmm. But boy, doesn't that make the Giants feel really cheap at 16? No, because the Giants. How many win Giants? The Giants were. I think their season win number was 76 before the season started. So when I have a 76 expectation team win 109, I think they're probably going to win about 88 the next year. As far as this Astros team, it feels a lot. It's it's kind of poetic that they lose to the Braves here because I would make the comparison that this Astros team is very similar to the Braves team of the early 90s where every year they had a team built to win it and three times they got there. And in that five-year span, they're going to end up with one ring. And people are going to I, – I, I, are they going to look at it as a disappointment? I know the Braves, in hindsight, a lot of people will say, man, it's a shame that Braves team only won one championship. Baseball is too much luck. That's the, the bottom line is that in any one series, you get a dominant team against a lesser team. In the NBA, that team is like a 20-to-1 favorite to win in baseball they're a two to one favorite and we saw that even with the Dodgers you know they were big favorite against Atlanta they were the better team then they got injured and the breaks went against them I just say that that they were injured um the bottom line is usually the best team is about a four to one odd so if they get five if you get five straight years as the very best team you're still only supposed to win one World Series be sure to catch live editions of straight out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game, we're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. There's, I guess, some surprises to some people. The one thing that's not a surprise, Georgia number one. Alabama two, maybe a surprise to some people. Michigan State three, undefeated. Here's a hint. Michigan State's not in my top 25 of my power rankings. Oregon four, Ohio State five, Cincinnati six, Michigan seven, Oklahoma eight, Wake Forest nine, Notre Dame 10. I would make the argument, Steve, that every team that I just listed in the top 10, with the exception of two, if they win the rest of their games, they're in. Those two, you want to take a guess? Cincinnati. That's one. Notre Dame. Correct. Why? Well, Notre Dame lost to Cincinnati. That's why. <laughs> if Cincinnati can't get in, sorry, Notre Dame, you picked a bad year to lose to them. The odds to make the playoffs, Georgia minus 1,800, Bama minus 1,600, which... Boy, that doesn't feel like great value considering if they if they lose another game, it's it's very iffy. Uh, Michigan State minus fourteen, that can't be right. Michigan, yeah, minus fourteen hundred on the no. Our, our apologies. Okay, okay, okay. Michigan State minus fourteen hundred to not make the playoffs. Ohio State minus one sixty five. Cincinnati plus two thirty five, which I think is is generous. So, uh, listen, they did this strategically. They put Michigan State third, knowing that. They've got to play Ohio State still. And if Ohio State beats them, okay, well, Michigan State's been real. You're out, but it's been real. Loser must leave town. 3-5 matchup. And, uh, you know, they they left Oklahoma. They leave at 8, which is maybe a little surprising to some people. But guess what? It makes Cincinnati fan feel better. But if Oklahoma's got probably its three or four toughest games on its schedule still to play, if they win their games – I, they're going to be in. If Oklahoma is 12-0, and 0, Oklahoma will play for the national championship. There's, there's no doubt about it. All right, Fez, you have a best bet? Yeah, let's go to the NFL, and we're going to be on the San Francisco 49ers, plus one and a half the current market price, hosting Arizona. like this game for many aspects. It is a revenge game for San Francisco. When they played in Arizona, yes, Arizona won the game by seven. That was an evenly played game. Could have gone either way. San Francisco, some bad calls and some horrendous play calling and quarterback play from Trey Lance. What's happened since? Well, Jimmy G is an upgrade over Trey Lance. We get a healthier San Francisco team with Kittle. If we look at Arizona, now we have a situation where Murray, if he plays, he'll no longer be 100%, so that's a downgrade. And there's at least a decent chance, maybe 40%, that Murray could miss this game. He was walking around in a boot earlier in the week and did not practice today, then it's Colt McCoy. If that flops, San Francisco will become the favorite. Best bet, San Fran plus one and a half. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.